Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of the DFS Dreamers here on the Fantasy Impact Today Network. I am your host, Wes Easley. You can find me on Twitter, at Loafinit. And as, as always, I am joined by my good friend. I say good friend. I don't know if that's true, Pierre, or not. Uh, <laughs> I, I put an end to the pre-show fist fight. Just, just, I was tired of the snarky remarks. I guess you can gloat all you want because you keep beating me up each and every week, it seems like. Well, I'm not trying to beat you up. I, I'm just looking out for you. I want to make sure you got the right slate. You know, we got a couple of Friday, Saturday games in there. So make sure the slate's going. But, I mean, if you're going to bring up beat up, uh, we did do the head-to-head. You had Jalen Hurts. I took Rivers. Hurts had a huge game. And I somehow still won that head-to-head matchup. So if we're going to say I'm going to gloat, I guess I'll do so just a little bit. Take out the acres and the trash. <laughs> he took all my DFS cash. That's a good one. That's Thank clever. You. Thank you. And it, it had the little rhymes thing, uh, a ram theme in there too. You know, with the yakety yak. That's right. That's right. My wife, no, Mrs. Pee Wee. I mean, don't, don't forget her. I know she didn't do too well in our contest. Neither did I, really. But she beat you. And that's what matters to her is that she beats Loaf. So you made her happy as well. One more week. <laughs> You can follow all his snarky remarks at Wee 31 on Twitter. Uh, don't forget to follow the show at FI Today with a little underscore. I, I am, honestly, I am in a DFS slump. I am just really in a DFS slump. I, I've been concentrating on showdown things or something, uh, the, you know, the showdown, and I, I've done pretty well in those. Um, but the, the, the classics or <laughs> any of those tournaments, I don't know if I understand the rules or not because I'm finishing last <laughs> in every single one of them. Every one of them, Pierre. It's not even close. It's not even close. I mean, you gotta you gotta play good players, uh, but no, it's it's tough. It's it can be difficult. It's not easy. If it was easy, then everyone that played it would be rich. Um, there's there's definitely some skill involved uh, mixed with a little bit of luck. Um, so you will have your streaks, but uh, what we try to do and help you out with is just kind of building. Uh, your construction up and getting you the the right kind of ideas on how to build and get you the best lineup you can put out there week over week. And I think part of it is I don't listen very well. I mean, that's just, <laughs> I, I don't listen. Uh, but also I, I, I was, I, honestly, I was sitting there going, man, I am finishing last in all these things. I am just not doing well in DFS anymore. I, I, I'm just in a slump. And I guess, I guess that happens from time to time with people. And then I started thinking though, why, what, are, what is, what is my you know process here? As I go look, go back and look through my lineups and try to learn what I'm doing wrong and try to pick up, mm-hmm. pick up things on what I'm doing, right. Look at the leaderboard, see what they did, right. Try to construct my lineups better. And, and I realized, you know, as I do these sheets and I get prepared for different shows and these are all just excuses by the way I mean I'm just trying to find excuses <laughs> but but I try to be contrarian to allow you guys to be the experts because you really are I'm not I'm not I'm not an expert by any means you know I just sit there and talk and I throw soft softballs up to you and let you guys hit them out of the park or whatever but yeah. I, I try to plug in the wrong answers and I think that my brain gets jumbled up I don't, I don't know but <laughs> I'm definitely finishing last in every so so at a warning to the listeners Listen to Pierre and fade me is all I'll say on that, right? That's just what we got to do. Yeah, no, no, you got you have some good plays in there. You do. You bring contrarian thoughts and, and folks that really some people aren't aren't thinking about. Um, and I think you just got to find that balance between the chalk, um, which are the popular plays, and contrarian plays. And the reason I say that is the chalk is usually the chalk for a reason. 
Uh, they're in a good matchup. They're in a good spot, and they're projected well, basically in everyone's systems to perform well. That's why they're chalky. It's because every optimizer or every projection system is showing them at a good play. The the reason it's going to be contrarian a little bit is if that let's say 40% own player doesn't get where he needs to get, then you're all of a sudden ahead of the field if you didn't play that player. Um, because you don't have him. So now you're putting yourself in advantage over 40% of the population that just played that player. I think a good example of that would have been uh, Leonard Fournette uh, last week. Really popular play. Ronald Jones was out. Cheap salary, 4500 Um, He was really right up there with Derrick Henry in ownership across the board. A lot of people played him. And they honestly kind of lucked out a bit because he didn't have a great game at all. But what he did have is they had a couple interference type plays that put them down the one yard line. He got two touchdowns because he's down there. You take those off, that 21 points turned into nine points, and all of a sudden he busts. And if you didn't play him, then you're in good shape. However, that didn't happen. So that's that's kind of the, the balance that you have between the, the chalkiness and the contrarian plays. Oh, yeah. And and another. I, I'm a busy man on Sunday mornings, go to church, got, got responsibilities, oh, yeah. stuff like that. There's no way I can keep up with the Tony Pollard news. There's no way. Uh, I, can, I mean, that's just impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. And and it, and it'll stress me out and have make my whole family have a bad day if I start thinking about it too much. So I, I miss that. I missed that as well. I was in church also, and I got out and I started looking at their lock, and I'm like, why is he like 50 percent owned? And I'm like, oh, Zeke's inactive. But yeah, I was in church uh, celebrating myself. So it happens to the best of us. It does. Okay, let's get into the slate here. And uh, all right, so the highest price players this week, of course, CMC is the highest price player at 9,200. Doubt that he's going to play. I just don't see why they would suit him up at this point. Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes come in as the next two topped players there, Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tyreek is 9,000. Kind of crazy to see a receiver be the top player when he – I'm not going to say he's underperformed the last couple of weeks, but he sure hasn't hit that, you know, 60 point threshold like that. He just hasn't been wowing me all that much up here. Yeah, I mean, but you got to remember the the price isn't necessarily for kind of what they've been doing here lately. It's it's also priced into their their safe, so their floor, um, as well as their upside. So keep that in mind with with Tyreek Hill because you look at his game logs, he hasn't gotten you, you know, under double digits except one game. Uh, against Buffalo, and I'm pretty sure that's the game where it was there and freezing and in the snow. So every game this season, except that game, he's gotten you, you know, in the teens for points. Uh, so his price is up there for his safety um, in regards to his floor, but also the bang that he can provide with the 60 burger. You know, he's had a couple 30 point games, so it's kind of all priced in there uh, to both his floor and his ceiling. Okay. Okay, I can understand that, and I see what you're saying there, and he does have a pretty safe floor, and is uh, the person that throws it to him, Patrick Mahomes, is starting us out on the quarterback slate mm-hmm. with $8,500 for his DraftKings price, and let's take it all the way down to Russell Wilson, these top five guys, okay, and let me just play a little will he or won't he hit the three times the DraftKings value for us here on the DFS Dreamers. Patrick Mahomes at 8500 against Atlanta, will he or won't he? Yeah, he will. He will just uh, against Atlanta. That's right. <laughs> so <laughs> good defense. I mean, bad defense in Atlanta, and he's pretty safe. Again, like kind of similar to Tyreek, he's probably the safest quarterback um, that you have week over week. Uh, I think he can definitely get there with that three-time salary. Lamar Jackson will he or won't he? He's been heating up lately, and he's going against the Giants, who typically would have a tough defense, but they're kind of fading a little bit fast here at the end of the year. I'm going to say he won't. Um, 
I do know they're fading a bit, but in, in addition to that, they're still in the NFC race. So they're, they're still playing for something. Uh, they're still fighting out there. They do have a, a pretty solid defense. Um, part of that's on the offense. Uh, so it hurts to, to try to out Colt McCoy uh, versus a Daniel Jones uh, because sometimes the offense just doesn't move, uh, which keeps your defense on the field a lot more if you can't extend drives, get first downs. Uh, but I think they can – it can be solid against Lamar and kind of stop him from getting that 24 range personally. All right. Deshaun Watson at 7,600 against in a, in a huge letdown game for Cincinnati right here. <laughs> yeah, I think he'll get there. Uh, Cincinnati kind of had their, their Super Bowl, so to speak, uh, last night against the Steelers. I, I feel like they'll have a letdown spot. Uh, it'll be indoors as well. And Watson came off his own uh, rough loss again to the coach. So I, I do think he'll get there. Uh, number four here, Herbert at 7,400 against the Denver Bronco defense that didn't put up a lot of resistance to Josh Allen a couple of weeks ago or last week. Yeah, I'm on the fence here. I'll probably lean towards no um, for right now. So they, they played earlier in the year, and this is actually a game you called out uh, to be a shootout um, against the Broncos, and it was a 31-30 point game. So 61 points uh, were scored in the, the first matchup. I expect that to be a, a little lower scoring uh, this time around, he only got 23 um, in that game. He's looking for around 21, 24 right now um, at his price range. He can get there for sure, but I'm just going to lean no. Um, second time around in the division, I expect it to be a little more lower scoring. Uh, maybe he won't have to throw the ball as much with, with Austin Eckler back. And the same situation here for Russell Wilson going against the Los Angeles Rams, divisional rival, second game and everything. And last time that he faced the Rams, he put up his season-low DraftKings points at just under 13 DraftKings points. He's got $7,300 price point this time. Is he going to be able to pay it off? I don't think so. Um, he hasn't been the, the rust that he was at the beginning of the season. Uh, tough defense with the Rams. They obviously blew one uh, to the Jets, so I expect them to be more motivated. So I'm going to say no for Russ Wilson as well. Oh, boy, that was quick. All right, now on to my guy, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Talk, talk about a jump up in price. You know, he, he gets named the starter uh, the second half. What was it, the Green Bay game? He was 5,300 that week, and he's jumped all the way up to 7,000 already, uh, Pierre. I don't know. Uh, you've been playing DraftKings a lot longer than I have. Has there been a price increase like that that quickly for somebody? And when you look at it, you go, he's still undervalued. Yeah, I mean, it didn't happen often. Uh, it does happen at a time or two with, with big games, but it doesn't happen often. But, yeah, I agree with you. He's still underpriced for the, the upside he brings um, in the floor. I mean, the Saints, you know, that's a solid defense um, there in New Orleans. And, you know, he, he got 23 against them, uh, went to Arizona, put up 40. Uh, we all know the Dallas defense isn't great. Uh, so you're looking there. He has some ties, you know, playing down there in his, his Oklahoma days and, he may have even been there in Bama, some of those SEC championships in that stadium. So I do like him a lot at 7K. Yeah, it looks like a easy smash spot for you know in, in that situation, which actually scares me a little bit because it right. seems like those smash plays are the ones that you want to avoid a little bit. Ben Roethlisberger uh, is in this next tier. I'm going to go from Jalen, though. Let's go all the way from Jalen down to your guy, Phillip Rivers, right? Okay. 5,600. And if you could... Let's rank them from the worst to first. We'll start with our DraftKings price points here at 5,600. And, of course, Phillip Rivers going against that Pittsburgh defense, who's ranked number one as far as DraftKings points goes. I, I don't know why that didn't change more. <laughs> they should have got at least a couple of penalty uh, points there for losing to the Cincinnati Bengals. But who would you rather play, Phillip Rivers or Mitch Trubisky? I would go with Trubisky this week. 
Really? Against Jacksonville? Just yeah. uh, simply just against just Jacksonville. They they just landed and fell. The first pick fell into their lap. So I don't I don't expect them to be very motivated uh, <laughs> the rest of the season. So yeah, I like Trubisky over Rivers. Who the Steelers are obviously going to be a little ticked off after their showing in Cincinnati. So I expect them to show up. So give me give me Trubisky. Trubisky or Matt Ryan? I'm going to stick with Mitch. Um, I know Ryan kind of had his. Finally, a good game after a strain of poor ones, uh, but I don't think he'll, he'll play too well in Kansas City um, outdoors, so I'm going to stick with Trubisky there. Uh, okay, Mitch. Mitch is moving up the board. Mitch or Jared Goff? I'm actually going to go with Goff. Um, uh. I, I like Goff this week. Again, they really, you know, he's kind of stunk it up against the Jets. Going to Seattle, got to get back on track. I'll watch the weather here. It likes the terrain in Seattle, but... Uh, Seattle's defense played a lot better, um, so keep that in mind here lately. But I do feel like Goff can kind of put up some points at his price tag, uh, hit the Cups and Robert Woods of the world. So out of those two, I think that Trubisky can probably depend on uh, Montgomery a little bit more, uh, whereas Akers kind of you know didn't didn't look too great. I know he got hurt, so he has a banged up ankle. So give me Goff out of those two. I don't want to talk about Acres right now. <laughs> Goff, hey, he's he's left a bad taste in my mind. Goff or or, or Baker. I'm going to stick with golf again. I do like Baker um, in this spot against the, the Jets, uh, but I feel like they'll be able to kind of control the the action here, run the ball uh, with Chubb and Hunt. So uh, give me golf still over Baker. Uh, this is the most perplexing quarterback price point right here with Ben Roethlisberger at 6,400 against the Indianapolis Colt defense. Uh, and, and I know that it doesn't look like it's a great defense on DraftKings boards. We both know that they, they're a lot better than what DraftKings is giving them credit for, yeah. it seems like. And he's priced at 6,400. So would you rather have, uh, who'd you say, Goff or, or Ben? I said Goff, and I, I keep Goff over Roethlisberger as well. He just doesn't look right. Um, his, his long throws aren't there. He's aren't hitting guys in stride. He had one even last night where you know Claypool would be his defender, and he he underthrew Claypool uh, on a clutch down. He's he's more looking underneath, uh, which is kind of racking up the Deontay Johnson uh, receptions as well as some Juju receptions. Uh, so I don't I don't like Roethlisberger and how he looks right now. I'm not sure if he's hurt or if he's just you know getting old and. No, not playing as well. So I take golf over him also. All right. And I'm I'm going to suspect that you will take Jalen over golf. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would take uh Hertz um over over golf. That's where the, the line is drawn at Hertz. <laughs> He's definitely the, the one over golf there. Who would you take though in would you move Hertz up into that top tier? I know you'd move him up over Russ if I know understand you correctly. Yeah, um, him and Mahomes are probably the, the two top guys, I feel, out of that group if you want to go from Hurts up to Mahomes. Okay. Uh, I like Hurts over over Russell, Herbert, Watson, and LaShawn this week, actually. Okay. Uh, Lamar. And, and, uh, Lamar, yes, yes. Uh, then the next one is Andy Dalton at Philadelphia. I know Philadelphia was really banged up last week. I anticipate they'll get some <laughs> of those guys back a little bit healthy just because this is a big game. I mean, the NFC East is still up for grabs almost right now at this point. And I don't even want to say Dallas is out of it. They feel look a little rejuvenated. They act like they got something to play for a little bit uh, right now. But when I looked at this bottom tier from Andy Dalton down, I was going, okay, there's not a lot of starters there. I think Dwayne Haskins has been stripped of his starting role, possibly. <laughs> he shouldn't have got it back, but I understand the situation with Alex Smith being hurt. Uh, so yeah, if, if Alex Smith is healthy, ready to go, then I expect him to definitely be back. I know he's day to day right now with his calf, uh, but if he's ready, he, he's going to be in action. Uh, but I agree. Uh, Dalton's really the only one down here. Uh, that I think he can take a, a shot on. 
you can look at at Drew Locke. Uh, he's kind of just inconsistent. Uh, he did have a good game uh, against the Chargers earlier in the year where he threw for three touchdowns. Uh, he's coming off a poor game against Buffalo, so perhaps he can kind of get back. So Drew Locke, potentially, um, I think I would lean Dalton. Uh, we're definitely seeing the the Eagles secondary just get torched uh, week after week over, you know, top receivers. You've had Adams. You've had, you know, Hopkins last week, um, even with Slay there. So you could see a big game out of a Cooper or a Lamb, uh, depending on who you think the, the number one wideout is for the Cowboys. Yeah. That's really tough. And, and and how about my prediction of always being off a week on the Jets? The the week I you know said no Jets at all are the week the Jets go ahead and win a game. I don't, know the, I don't understand why. it. What are they doing? What are they doing, Wes? Trevor Lawrence, know. what are you doing? I, I you know sincerely apologize to John Fursell. I can only imagine. I, I, I hate missing him the last couple of weeks here on the Fantasy Impact Today Network. Just a lot of things going on right now that we can't get together with. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I just <laughs> I can't wait to hear his rant about the about the Jets. But anyway, hey, let's move over to wide receivers because there are no more quarterbacks. It really a weird looking slate when I look at this because there's it, it really seems like it's a defining line now, Pierre, about people you know that we would play and we wouldn't want to play and and it just it especially at that quarterback position maybe that'll even out here at the wide receivers we already talked about Tyreek Hill being at 9000 then we have Calvin Ridley at 8500 DK Metcalf at 7800 Pierre uh will Tyreek Hill meet his three times value at 9000 eh, maybe <laughs> I think he will um as long as he's he's out there, I know he was drinking like pickle juice on the sideline uh, that last game against the Saints, uh, shot from cramping. So if he's healthy. Uh, the Falcons secondary has just been bad all year. I think he could definitely get there. Um, it's a high price tag to pay. It's up there in that Devontae Adams range. And the, the struggle with Tyreek is he doesn't get the, the targets necessarily that are consistent uh, that Adams gets. So Adams gets a lot of like underneath targets. So those receptions are, are piling up. Um, Tyreek doesn't always get those type of targets. A lot of his are like deep bombs, deep threats. Uh, so he's not as, I guess, safe as Adams around this price range when you have Devontae on the slate. Uh, but I do think he can get there out of this group. Um, he's probably the one you would take out of those top three. Uh, Ridley would be a close second if Julio Jones is out. But I, I definitely think Tyreek could pay it off um, against the Falcons. When I was looking at this, I wondered why uh, the Kansas City defense is the second toughest against wide receivers, Pierre. Do you have an answer for that? Um, I think it's it's a few things. So for one, they they're often in front, uh, and when you're when you're leading, a lot of times your your team can kind of play against the pass. You got pass rushers that are in the game that can get after the quarterback. Uh, Tyron Matthews having a really good season, um, and, and Rashad Breeland, uh, one of the, the cornerbacks there, is actually kind of having a resurgent type year himself, uh, where he's kind of become a shutdown corner again. Uh, he was getting picked on in his days with uh, the Washington football team, and so now he's. He's kind of having a resurgent year. He's he's playing real well. Um, so when you have the Honey Badger, you have Breland, and then when your team's, you know, trailing and everyone's basically trying to catch you from behind, it's easy to get that front line, you know, at the quarterback and really uh, cost teams to, to have turnovers and such, just trying to keep up um, or catch up once they get behind. Ridley has paid off that price point the last two weeks, I, I, I want to believe. Uh, 29 mm-hmm. DraftKings points two weeks ago and 35, of course, last week against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Will he be able to do that again this week? Uh, it's going to depend. So uh, Julio is going to be the, the kind of the X factor. 
most of Ridley's, you know, big gains and outcomes come when Julio um, doesn't play. He really becomes obviously that main option for Ryan. Uh, Julio's dealing with the hamstring. I heard he's taking, you know, like PRP type shots to, to try to get back on the field. So he, he still wants to play for some reason. If he's out, then I think Ridley can get there. Um, it's going to depend on the game script, um, obviously, again. But he, he's definitely going to be wide receiver one. Uh, if Julio's not on the field. So that's the the news I would really watch and monitor uh, before you make that decision on Ridley. Well, maybe with Tyreek Hill down in Atlanta, he can pass him some of that goose juice or whatever it was he was. I know you said it was pickle juice. I've never seen pickle juice come like that before. I mean, just I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I've never seen pickle juice like that before. That could be like a little secret weapon too. Instead of women carrying mace around in their purse. <laughs> They could just carry that pickle juice around with a little hole at the end of it and just, you know, zap it in people's eyes. Yeah, keep people away. I can't stand pickle juice. I, I like pickles, but I can't imagine just drinking pickle juice. That just sounds gross to me. So I don't know. We'll see if that's the if that's the trick and you'll start seeing it show up on plenty of sidelines. That's for sure. Uh, pickle juice and crackers. I had a cousin who used to, who yeah. used to do like pickle juice and crackers. I'm not going to say like a bowl of cereal. Like like that, but I mean, it was it was a it was a good little saucer full of pickle juice and crackers. Uh, it, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. We were we were kids, teenagers. I mean, we didn't, we, we, didn't, we didn't anything at that point. DK Metcalf, uh, seventy eight hundred. Last three weeks, thirteen, eighteen, and nine DraftKings points. The last time he played against the Rams, four point eight DraftKings points. Pierre mm-hmm. is DK Metcalf somebody you'd play this week at all? I, I wouldn't. Um, I know a lot of folks like his talent. Uh, he's one of the, the big top receivers in the dynasty leagues. But um, we saw what Ramsey did before uh, against Metcalf, you know, holding the, to two for 28. I, don't, I expect him to get a little bit more than that, uh, but not much more. When you're looking at the fact you need about 24 points for him to pay it off. Uh, he hasn't gotten it like, one time out of the last five, six weeks. So I definitely would avoid him this week against Ramsey. Allen Robinson is traveling back to Jacksonville. He's priced mm-hmm. at 7,700, and he's our fourth guy. So this is a big you know, revenge game. You're going to hear that narrative <laughs> a lot. Does that does do revenge games actually happen, Pierre? I mean, when I think of revenge games, I'm thinking Allen Robinson is going to get 60. You know, Allen Robinson is going to get 40. <laughs> Allen Robinson, that, that's a, that kind of stuff just doesn't happen, right? Maybe a touchdown. I mean, that they, they can happen. It's a, a lot more difficult um, in the NFL because unless you're the quarterback, uh, you don't decide where the ball's going. Um, but you will have those situations, like depending on how they left that former team, uh, depending on what your team's playing for, you, you can see guys just kind of get a accelerated targets in regards to just seeing more more action because of the, the history and the revenge factor. Um, but it doesn't happen too often because, like like I said, the, the quarterback's really going to decide where the ball is. He's not going to force turnovers if they're playing for something just to, to make sure you get your stats. Um, but it's definitely a thing, uh, especially like the NBA, where you have the ball in your hands and point guards and things along those lines. Uh, it's a little more um, of a factor. But the, the NFL, there's just a little too 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 much of a variance uh, just based off like the quarterback. If the quarterback's in a revenge spot, yeah, lock the quarterback in because he can, you know, audible out of run plays and just air it down the field. But it's tougher for your, your running backs and your receivers unless the coaches and everyone's on board with the game plan. So A-Rob's at 7,700. It goes down to Tyler Lockett for me at 6,500 right here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let me ask you this question. It it got Cup and Woods in this little tier right here. We we don't have to ask that question anymore, do we? Is it Cup or is it Woods this week? It's just Woods now, right? 
I always play the cheaper one, if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> it may not be the, the right answer, uh, but they, they both have a similar upside. I think Woods has a safer floor these days. Uh, Seattle all season where they've struggled, has been out of the slot. Um, and both these guys play a ton out of the slot, actually. Um, so they both could actually play pretty well. Um, they were kind of disappointing this first matchup um, against the Seahawks. So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, but when you do look at the fact that Woods has kind of been the guy that's been the, the safest play, um, when you look at Cup being cheaper, he's kind of the one I prefer to go to uh, for when I'm saving money. And I, I feel like he's kind of due um, to kind of have a breakout for one. They just lost uh, <laughs> when it comes to the Jets game and he didn't have a big game. So maybe they try to get him more involved, have the game plan geared towards him a little bit more um, in regards to the the targets and such. So I would go with Cup out of those okay. two. All right. So in that tier, that A-Rob to Lockett tier, mm-hmm. who is your favorite? My favorite would probably be um, Allen Robinson at 7,700 going up against Jacksonville. Uh, again, he's safe. He has great upside. As you mentioned, it could be a revenge spot. Uh, the Jaguars didn't really want to pay him. Uh, so now he's he's there in Chicago, and he, he's got Mitch, who um, is kind of having a resurgent type of year himself uh, here to close the season. Has everyone questioning why uh, Foles came in in the first place. So I would take Robinson out of this group as 1A for sure. Okay. 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 I agree with you. I like that. Uh, I don't know that Mitch can help that narrative at all, just to be honest with you. And I just, I just don't know. <laughs> I mean, David, David Montgomery is going to help. So if he continues to run the way he is, yeah. it just opens up things for the, the passing game. So well, keep that in mind. And it's like you said, Jacksonville now has the door wide open to get the number one draft pick, right? And they really mm-hmm. need a quarterback pretty bad. And uh, there's there's no way there's no way they win this game. I mean, there's no, there's no way. And there's the not. Bears' playoff hopes are still alive a little bit in the in the NFC. So I, I could see what you're saying there. That that I thought was a brilliant point. I you must have read my notes, is what you must have. <laughs> And let's start at the, let's start at your guy here, Deontay Johnson, that you brought up a little bit earlier, and just give me a quick yes, they will hit their three times value, or no, they won't. All right, so Deontay Johnson, sixty three hundred. Yes. Brandon Cooks. No. Juju at six thousand. No. Uh, Claypool at fifty nine hundred. Yes. Really? So okay, all right. DJ Moore at fifty eight hundred against no. Washington. Okay, that's why. All right. Who, who is this? Oh, 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 Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown at 5,700. Uh, no, he's probably going to see a lot of Bradbury. I'm going to go no. No? Okay. Uh, Amari Cooper, who who totally, totally helped me lose my game last <laughs> week. In my my uh, Amari Cooper at 5,700. He, he was in a personal uh, uh, playoff matchup that I had last week. 5,700. Yeah. yeah, I think he gets there. Uh, his price dropped for one, like 700 bucks. Um, in addition, I kind of spoke to how the Eagles have been giving up big points to number one wide receivers. So if he's the number one guy there in Dallas, I like Cooper at 5,700. I bet you I played him in DraftKings lineups last week. I bet you I did. I know I did. I know I did now. Uh, Robbie Anderson at 5,500. No. Really? Okay. It's because it's Washington? Yeah, I don't, I don't like the pick on Washington's defense for one. And I really didn't like the way that Bridgewater looked. Um, the Packers don't have that great of a, a defense themselves, and he looked really bad um, on Saturday. Obviously, if McCaffrey comes back, that could change things, but I'm just going to stay away from them right now. And if P.J. Walker comes in, maybe to uh, instead of a tie, uh, instead of Bridgewater, if something is wrong with him, that we that's not going to change that narrative, right? No, nah, probably not. Okay, T.Y. Hilton, your guy, 5,500, stayed stayed the same price. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go with T.Y. this week. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't want to get off. I don't want to stop when I'm ahead, and I don't think that this is a good week for him this week. We'll see. I hope it is, but I just don't think so. Okay, out of this next tier, there's Rashad Higgins and T. Higgins do not belong in the same little tier. And I, I'll be honest with you, I, yeah, I, I, I like T. Higgins this week. Uh, Forty-seven hundred. Finley looked serviceable uh, for the first time ever. I felt uh, last night, and you know Higgins still got six targets, and they were ahead of that game. So if they get behind um, in Houston, you could see those kind of pile up. Plus the the Texans defense um, has been terrible uh, this year. Um, we saw what. T.Y.'s done to him lately, Zach Pascal, you know, last week. So I don't mind Higgins himself. And I do like your your guy, Rashard Higgins, as well. He's really starting to be a safety blanket uh, for Baker Mayfield uh, going up against the Jets, who may try to lose down. You would think they just try to win out now uh, after their debacle there beating the Rams. But uh, you're looking at consistent targets, 5, 10, 9, um, the last three weeks. He's kind of really stepped into that wide receiver two role. Uh, now that Beckham's on the the IR and, you know, obviously Landry's number one. So I do like Rashard Higgins, 4,800. They're both in that same price range. Uh, and they could be some solid salary savers if you do have to pay up for a Hertz or Mahomes type at, at quarterback. Yeah, those Higgins brothers say <laughs> they're, and they're, and I, I, they're, they're Cleveland, one's in Cincinnati. They're going to be both the same guys to me in my brain. That's just how it's going to work <laughs> here. Uh, that's, a, that's a huge tier, though, whenever we start talking about these guys, because mm-hmm. uh, you got Kiki QT up there at the top, CeeDee Lamb, who had a great game. Uh, I know, surely you don't like the Higgins brothers. They're better than uh, either one of those guys or, or Russell Gage. Um, I, I like them better, actually. Uh, Gage is. He's a question mark. Again, that's going to depend on the, the Julio news, but he's definitely seen an uptick of, of targets himself. Uh, it's basically been him and, and Ridley that, that Matt Ryan's really been locking on. Uh, C.D. Lamb, I, I do like. Again, I think one of these Cowboys receivers are, are going to go off against Philly. Uh, I'm leaning on it being Cooper um, after his poor game, uh, even though they scored 41 points um, and beat the, the 49ers. Uh, that was a lot of Pollard um, mixed in with, with C.D. Lamb. I think Gallup even got a touchdown. Uh, last week but Gallup's questionable uh he kind of got banged up there at the end as well so if he's off the field um, with that hip if he ends up getting ruled out then you're definitely going to want to have Lamb or, or Cooper as that's one less target on the field for Dalton okay uh I guess we're going to start the next one off there I know Mike Williams is there but Mike Williams has just I don't I don't I don't know what to do with those Los Angeles Charger uh, receivers Pierre other than play the cheapest ones that you can find yeah, I mean, you, you play Keenan Allen if he's healthy. Uh, if he's not healthy, then you just avoid you avoid them all. That Johnson's been solid. Um, Tyron Johnson, the, the last two weeks, uh, you know, seven targets, five targets. A lot of that's been just kind of magnified by him scoring touchdowns, though. Um, I'm not sure that's going to continue to be the case if and when Williams and Keenan Allen get back 100% healthy, though. Yeah, but Keenan Allen came out before the game and said he was 100% healthy. And to start him, remember all that uh, drama that happened last Thursday night? And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah. he goes out there and gets one handoff, gets popped, and he's gone for the rest <laughs> of the game, I think. Oh, yeah, I remember it. And the, the whole fantasy community remembered it because they were just going in. I hate when guys like tag professional athletes about their fantasy team. So yeah. don't do that. Uh, but it's okay to express your frustration. Uh, just don't tag them in, in what you're upset about. But, yeah, he only played 36 uh, percent of the snaps, uh, 24 snaps last week. Uh, I guess it was a little uh, player speak, uh, I guess, pregame, because he definitely was not on the field uh, like most thought he was going to be. Even Mike Williams, he only played 42% of the snaps. You look like Jalen Guyton got the lead at 80% of the snaps, and Tyron Johnson came in second at 59%. 
Yeah, uh, we're going to start the next one there at Crowder. And let's just go down. I, I, you know, I guess we got to start including uh, Greg Ward in a conversation somewhere just because Jalen Hurts is throwing the ball around to so many different players and he's so explosive. Tell me who, give me two guys out of that little group because I, I like that little group here right there from Crowder down to Ward. Who do you, Give me two guys. I'd probably start with Crowder, um, 4,500, uh, eight targets last week uh, against the Rams. Uh, Cleveland, again, they, they're playing well on defense, but he's really the main option for Darnold. If they are serious and are trying to win games now, then you definitely could play him at a cheap price tag at 4,500. Uh, looking down, uh, the question mark's going to be uh, your guy, actually, Hanson. I saw you had him in your lineup. He had got you 13 points and a touchdown. Uh, Watson seems to like him. Uh, he's up to 4,400, so I'm not sure I'd do it, uh, but he is interesting. If you give me one, I got a pick, I'll go down um, to Ward. Uh, again, he had two touchdowns. Uh, you look at back-to-back weeks, even when they struggled against the Saints, uh, you saw Hurts kind of going his way. Uh, only got five targets, but if he's getting them in the red zone, 4K, uh, I do like Greg Ward, the former Houston uh, quarterback there in college. No, I don't like Hanson this week. I know you said he's my guy. And yeah, I do kind of root for an underdog like that for sure. Uh, but he only had three targets last week. He was bailed out on one of those touchdowns that mm-hmm. he had with Brandon Cooks back on the field. Just doesn't seem like that volume is there. But I do like that he has Watson's eyes. But you got to remember, he's going against that Cincinnati defense. That's so tough, man. You think about what they did to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm telling you, the McKenzie Alexanders of the world were all pumped up. That was insane, man. It was That was crazy. Yeah, it was. All right, so we'll go down here then. Uh, just, you know, everybody down here in the basement. Uh, who do you like? Anybody down here in the basement that kind of caught your eye? Well, I think you look at a Slayton, a Darius Slayton. He has the talent uh, to, to kind of turn in big days. Uh, even you look at looking around 12, he got, you know, 11 against Cleveland uh, last week. I prefer to have Daniel Jones um, in. Uh, obviously, if you go with Slayton versus a Colt McCoy, but I don't mind him there um, at 3,800. Uh, going down, these Denver guys, you never know. Uh, depends on really what Drew Locke you're going to get. Uh, but Jerry Judy, um, he's definitely talented. Um, Bama guy, I believe. So when you look at him, if they can get him more involved. His targets have just been trash. I don't get why. You know, they spent a first-round pick on him. Why not give this guy an opportunity to, to go up and, and catch the ball? So I'm not sure what they're doing there. Uh, but 3700 I feel, is a really cheap price tag for the talent that I believe Jerry Judy is. Uh, so I think you can look at him as well as another fellow rookie in Chenault uh, there at 3,700. Uh, you do have Minshew back, so you have a, a better quarterback, I feel, um, now with the Jaguars. I still don't think they're going to try to win, uh, but they, they may give him some some action, dump it off to him uh, a time or two there. So those are really the guys down in this range I might think I'd be looking at. Uh, K.J. Hamler, another one uh, there with the Broncos, not getting the – the target volume, but he's he's a big playability. Uh, had it at Penn State, so I wouldn't mind him at, at 3,200 if you need someone super cheap. Sure, and you got to keep your eye on the Los Angeles Chargers uh, situation there because Guyton, like you said, he has getting some DraftKings points the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, caught four passes for 91 yards, 14 DK points. And I'm just going to put this out there. I, I don't know what's going on, and I would think that if you got McCole Hardman, nine targets, He's going to have more than 10 DraftKings points. You know what I mean? I mean, you, you just you would think so, but that's all he had was 10, 10 DraftKings points. 22 yards, only three receptions out of those nine targets. But still, man, nine targets is a lot of targets for somebody as fast and as explosive as McCole Hardman is. Yeah, he's a situation to watch. So I was watching that game, and he kind of like snapped off at the uh, offensive coordinator, uh, Eric Bieniemy there. And it was a play that he was kind of overthrown. 
Uh, they brought him out of the mm-hmm. game after Mahomes overthrowing him, and he kind of just had words. And he actually came back in later. And that's when he got that toe drag touchdown in the end zone. So something may have fired him up. Uh, that's definitely a situation to watch. Could be one you want to get out in front of. Uh, double digit points, uh, back to back weeks, uh, be a cheap way to to get a part of that high powered um, Kansas City offense. They may look to throw the ball even a bit more now uh, with Hilaire hurt uh, versus having to to kind of hand it off to the Le'Veon Bell uh, over and over again. Uh, so definitely 3100 super cheap for his upside. If you're looking at another nine targets, he definitely should get more than 10 points this time around against the Falcons secondary. You would think so. All right. <laughs> and his sleep, you would think so. Uh, all right. So over on uh, the tight end situation, you have mm-hmm. Tra- Travis Kelsey, of course, sitting on top by a huge margin. Huge one, eighty five hundred dollars for Travis Kelsey, and and Andrews is number two at fifty seven hundred. That's just mm-hmm. crazy. And then when you think of the third highest priced uh, tight end on DraftKings, it's Logan Thomas at forty nine hundred. So yeah. that's just, I mean, that's just a crazy price difference right there, Pierre. What a situation for all the tight ends to be in. Whenever you think about uh, drafting people next year, Kelsey's just going to run away with that one. I think even above Kittle. Yeah, Kelsey will definitely be tying one. Uh, Kittle will still be up there. Uh, he was looking just fine before his injury, uh, but Kelsey's just uh, he's just taken off. Obviously, it helps to have Mahomes uh, throwing it to you versus the Garoppolo, but he he's just turning it turning it up. His price has just continued to climb. Uh, he was seven K what four weeks ago. He's up to eighty five hundred now. Uh, still capable of paying off that price tag. You know, you look at his last three weeks. He's paid off. Uh, that 24 to, to 25 that you're looking for, th- two out of the last three weeks, uh, really three out of the, the last five as well. Uh, so he's kind of that 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 tight end one that you can afford him. Go ahead and jam him in playing. Uh, if you can't afford him, there are some some pretty good salary savers once you, you get down to him, I feel. We have got to start a hashtag uh, or something to where we get Travis Kelsey as the highest-priced DraftKings player. Just, Don't do just that. Have I won't be I won't be able to play if you do that. <laughs> well, good, because then you won't be able to beat me, okay? Because that's what – yeah, but, I mean, just think about a tight end being the highest the highest prized player. That would be absolutely crazy. That would be crazy. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, he's leading the, the NFL right up there with, you know, receiving yards as well. So he's 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 like a receiver. You're basically paying 8500 for a receiver in the tight end position. So just, just keep that in mind. He, he's definitely up there. Like Calvin Ridley um, is the only other – uh, re- receiver that's even that price besides his teammate Tyreek Hill. So that's how good Kelsey is. So let's play a little will he, won't he again. Uh, from the from Mark Andrews all the way down to Tyler Higby. Andrews, like I said, is at 5,700. Higby is at 4,000 right here. Will Andrews pay three times his value? Yes. Uh, Logan Thomas? Uh, uh, no. 4,900 It's kind of every other week. I'm going to say no. Every other week? The guy had 13 catches last last week i think he did but if you look he's been 26 and 10 24 and 13 2 then 10 5 and 16 he he kind of performs every other week so this would actually be a a week that he's not on i said the same thing about Corey davis actually um and i got a couple uh friends that texted me as well as a couple tweets uh once he got that big touchdown saying hey you said it was Corey davis week and that's just what it was you look at the trends and you got some of these guys that just perform really well every other week so i'm gonna say no just he just came off that big game, like you said. No, a fine at forty eight hundred. No. Uh, Henry Henry. No. Uh, Eric Ebron, who probably won't play. No, nope, don't like Ebron either. All right, Higby. 
at 4K. He saw some life, but I'm going to say no. Okay, I would agree with you. Evan Ingram really is going to be dependent upon, I don't know, uh, the health of Daniel Jones. Well, the, the whether McCoy's, it doesn't matter. Evan Ingram's not getting going to pay off his 3900 this week, you don't think, against Baltimore. I don't think so. But how, how did he make the Pro Bowl over oh, Robert Tunyon? How's that? How's that a thing? You look at their stats. I think he has like 20 more receiving yards, five more receptions. He has a one touchdown compared to Tunyon's 10. So their stats are that close, and he gets in the Pro Bowl over over Bobby Tunyon. I, I just never mind. I'm not gonna go on that rant. I just don't know how that's possible. How uh, whoever voted, I just I don't get that. They must be the same folks that voted on the, the college football playoff that put Indiana in the Outback Bowl at six and one. Uh, uh, Next, next, next player list. Next. Player. <laughs> no, I, I, I smell what you're cooking there, and I know that it's around Christmas time, and I know that your wife is a Green Bay Packer fan, and mm-hmm. so I could see you sitting there talking about Robert Tunyon. He deserved to go to the Pro Bowl, baby. He sure did. Hey, don't forget about Pierre's little present that you want to make a little bit bigger because Robert Tunyon needed to be in the Pro Bowl over Anthony. Uh, am I wrong? Do you, do you disagree? Am I wrong with that? I don't care about the Pro Bowl. The players don't care about the Pro Bowl. I don't care about the Pro Bowl either. I'm not going to get my my uh, my my feathers in a ruffle over the Pro Bowl. Although I will say, A. Rob deserves to be in there every year with his eyes closed. He doesn't. There's <laughs> one thing if you're like you know one of those star players that you go every year, you don't show up. Yeah. You, but I mean, Tanya, first time, you know, he he's earned it. I feel like he should have got in there, especially given that you know Evan Ingram has not had a, a good year at all. Um, so I don't know. That's just my little rant. Well, it's one of those things too, where you got to put somebody in there from New York, I guess. You know what I mean? And maybe you don't have to play, get a every a one player from every team in there or anything like that, or from the offensive side. It's it's one of those things. If if Bradbury, Bradbury got there for the the Giants, and he well, if Evan Ingram doesn't make it, guess what? The New York, the the they're just trying to get people. They're trying to get Twitter followers. <laughs> All right, and in uh, Philadelphia, it seemed like Goddard. I'm not going to say. Uh, kind of got outplayed by Zach Ertz, but it didn't seem like the, uh, Jalen was looking towards Goddard. It looked like he was more looking towards Ertz, especially in the deep pass plays. Well, I think they're both. They're both very interesting. They they both got really good targets. Goddard got eight targets. I think Ertz got seven. So they he was targeting them both. Uh, really good price ranges at 36 and 3100 for Ertz. Um, given the, the $500 salary, obviously I like Ertz a little bit better. Plus, I think he's still the more talented tight end, even though you know, he hasn't really shown anything this year. But just looking at it, I mean, you can play them both. Uh, they're both on the field a, a ton at the tight end position. Again, the, the younger receivers tend to really lean on their tight ends as well. Um, so you look at Goddard, what, 88% uh, compared to Ertz's 75% snaps. So definitely interesting, but you can play either one, 36, 31. I like them both this week. We talk about the Los Angeles Rams and how they have two different wide receivers. We don't know which one to play. And for the mm-hmm. Philadelphia Eagles, we talk about their tight end situation. Yeah, yeah right. Same thing. Hooper against the New York Jets. Surely he looks playable this week at 3,500. Yeah, he's playable for sure. Um, getting healthier. Uh, again, there's no Beckham now, so he's one that also can benefit from some of those targets. Yeah, six targets last week, 15 DraftKings points. Hunter Hurst finally found the end zone and finally found found on the football in the back of the end zone as well. He's at 3,400. I don't know that we can play him two weeks in a row, though, Pierre. Uh, maybe, again, watch the Julio news, but are you are you like a WWE, WF, WF fan? 
I I I know what it is. Yes. He, he called Hunter Hearst and he's hating Hearst. It's, and it reminds oh, me of Hunter Hearst Hemsley, <laughs> Triple H. So whenever you say that, that's what makes me think you're a wrestling fan. So. Oh, is it really a Hunter Hearst in wrestling? Yeah, Triple H uh, is what he goes by. But his, his name when he first came was uh, Hunter Hearst Hemsley. Really? Yeah, maybe yeah. that's where that's coming from. I, I mean, I haven't watched wrestling in years and in, in ages. And, you know, I guess it's the NWO. Listen, I, yeah, that, that, was the, that was the last time I watched wrestling. So I, maybe that was around the time that he came out. Uh, and, Whenever you say that, that's, what, that's where I go to. <laughs> well, it's stuck in my head. It's never coming out. It's, I'm too old for things to come out of my head at this point. All right. Look at the bottom of this tier, though. Is there anybody who catches your eyes? Is Cole Komet another darling of yours this week? Yeah, I think you can go back to Komet. Uh, you look at last week, he was pretty high-owned, uh, same price. He didn't go up much, and they really got ahead um, in that Vikings game to where they didn't have to throw the ball, plus uh, David Montgomery was just kind of tearing it up. Uh, so they didn't have to throw the ball a lot. He only got two targets. Uh, they may not have to throw it a lot again in Jacksonville, but he's one that you could definitely go back to um, at 3K, so I like him. I know we spoke about Ertz. Um, still like him as well at 3,100. Going down a bit. Um, Kind of talked about the Seattle situation where they, they really alternate when it comes to Hollister um, and Disley. They're not going to have a really big game, but I said that Disley had a, a good game the week before, so it was time to go to Hollister. Hollister got the touchdown against the Washington football team, so it may be time to go back to Disley. Um, Gerald Everett's on the field enough, or if you need another cheap play, you could definitely play him at 2,800 as well. Uh, the Coats, they, they just spread the ball around too much, so I really don't want to take a gamble. Uh, when it comes to the Burtons and Jack Doyles of the world. Okay, well that that's pretty easy right there. I guess uh, <laughs> that 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 makes it that simple. All right, let, let's remind everybody they are listening to DFS Dreamers as we turn over to our defensive page, Pierre. Uh, mm-hmm. They are listening to DFS Dreamers here on the Fantasy Impact and Aid Network. They can follow you on Twitter at Peewee31. They can follow me on Twitter at Loafinit. And don't forget to follow the show at FI Today with a little underscore. They can head over to Anchor FM if they subscribe to the show. Make sure they please hit the uh, stars and leave a review, leave a comment if you can. That would be wonderful. And you could tell me in those comments which defense we should pick this week, Pierre. And is that Ravens defense against the Giants who just have been, I mean, just just really pretty bad right now. Can they pay that price point off at 4K? Uh, they can, um, especially if it's Coke McCoy. Uh, I don't like paying up that high for, for defenses. I know a lot of folks even paid up for the Rams uh, against the Jets at 4,500 last week, and that didn't work out. Um, I thought about it, but I, I usually like to, to save salary at defense like you. Uh, that way I can kind of jam in some of the more uh, skilled uh, type player positions that are higher price. Um, so looking at it, if you're going to pay one out of like the Ravens or the Browns who are 300 less, I'd probably go uh, with the Browns. Uh, expect them to, to kind of hold the, the, the Jets in, in line a lot better than the, the Rams did. Uh, Browns are really fighting for that, that uh, AFC North title now that the Steelers are, are kind of on a – a downward fall. So uh, I would go Browns at 3,700 over the Ravens right now if we had to pay up for one of those two. Okay. So if we scroll down to the bottom mm-hmm. and look at some of these bottom guys here, the Falcons played out of their mind last week, I believe, against Tampa Bay. That was really a fun game to watch. I don't know why I hated it for JB because, you know, <laughs> Tampa Bay's that. But, but I just, the Falcons are just one of those teams, man, that just really try really hard each and every week. They, they never, they never get to the pay. They never get to the payday, but they try really hard. Yeah, it's tough to to watch. I like Matt Ryan. I like Julio. He's there. And it all really kind of started with that Super Bowl that they blew 
to the Patriots. Ever since then, it seems like they just blow games and blow games uh, week over week. But uh, they're the first defense that I've seen that are under 2K. Uh, they're down at, at 1,900. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they broke the 2K barrier going up against Mahomes. Uh, probably still can't play them. Uh, they'll let you fit in a lot of different people, obviously, but uh, they're not going to really score any points. You do want some points from the defense, uh, so I wouldn't play the the Falcons there. I don't like too many of these teams um, at the bottom. Uh, you can maybe take a chance on the Jets. Uh, they are playing a little better. They they held the Rams to, to 20 points, uh, got eight fancy points themselves. Uh, maybe Baker Mayfield you know, has one of those games where he struggles. Uh, he seems to be a really big rhythm guy, so if they get him out of rhythm, uh, maybe the Jets at, at 2K. I'm probably going to be up in that mid uh, 2K range. I like the Panthers at 2,700 if uh, Haskins is back under center again. I like them. I like the Texans right above them. I'm at 2,800. I, I still don't trust Finley, uh, even though he had a solid game against the Steelers. Um, I do like the Texans at 2,800. I like Washington on the other side of that Panthers game at 3K. So it's probably that range uh, that I'm going to be looking at myself. Yeah, I can understand that. And I, I, I like what you said about the Steelers in there at 3,500. That's probably the cheapest we've seen the Steelers in a long time. And mm-hmm. I know against, they're going against the Colts uh, right now, but I, I agree with you. They're going to be really mad. I just don't know that they'll be able to pay off that $3,500 price point, but I just like how how mad that they're going to be, Pierre. I just like that. Yeah, yeah. And on the other side, you're going to have a, a couple Colts that are upset. DeForest Buckner, I know you're not a big Pro Bowl fan, but he didn't make the Pro Bowl uh, himself. He's probably been the best Colts defender uh, all year. Uh, they got Darius Leonard in, no Buckner, so he'll be fired up also. A uh, really big game um, in the AFC when you think about it. Uh, the Colts mm-hmm. right now are, you know, right in that wild card race, and the, the Steelers are kind of falling down. So a uh, really big, big game on Sunday. There's a couple big ones, and this is one of them. Well, and I know the players like to be named to the Pro Bowl. They like to have that recognition. But I definitely – it's not one of those things that are on my radar. I'm never going to watch a Pro Bowl probably ever again as far as I, as far as I know. Unless uh, Now, the skills competition. I, I tune into the skills competition, Pierre. I don't mind watching some of those quarterbacks try to throw and hit those targets and everything. And I remember when Mitch <laughs> – Mitch was back there. Oh, oh that was yeah, those were entertaining. I remember those even back in the day where they had the moving targets. That was always fun to see the chalk and where it ended. So oh, I think it's just more, you know, a pride type of thing. Guys like to be named. I'm not sure if they have bonuses that, that kind of tie into it, but uh, it's definitely a pride type of situation. You, you want to be able to at least say uh, you're one of the best ones, uh, best players um, in your in your field. So I think that's where it really comes in for the, the players at least, uh, to kind of have that pride since to, to be named to the Pro Bowl. Over in the running backs, we talked about CMC being 9,200. I doubt he's really going to play this week at all. I doubt if they suit him up for the rest of the year. If he does play, if he does play against that Washington defense, are you feeling confident to play CMC this week? Oh, yeah. If he, he plays, I'm, I always play McCaffrey. I don't okay. care what he costs. He's just got the upside. He's pretty safe. I know Washington's one of the best defenses, but usually – his volume alone is going to get him a, a solid floor. So, yeah, I love McCaffrey if he plays. So, Nick Chubb to Miles Sanders. Okay, mm-hmm. Nick Chubb to Miles Sanders is that next tier. Chubb starts us out at 7,800 going against that Jet defense, who you think would just be a smash spot for Chubb, although Akers, that's where Akers ended up getting hurt. It might be that field in New York. You know, that New York field just really <laughs> – yeah. Uh, but it, going all the way down to Miles Sanders uh, mm-hmm. against Dallas, who do you like best in this little tier here, Pierre? I will let you pick two because I know that field looks really juicy for you. Yeah, they're right in the middle. Um, Montgomery and Eckler are the two I like most. Nate Montgomery, again, like we kind of spoke earlier, he's been on a tear. 
since coming back from that little injury that he had. 28, 27, 27, 32. Uh, he's getting in the end zone, getting all the goal line touches. Uh, 32 attempts last week. That's just monstrous. Uh, I'm not sure he'll get there again, but if they they finally did away with the Codero Patterson experiment, uh, I do like Dave Montgomery there, even at 7,700 against the Jaguars team that shouldn't be playing the win. Um, then I expect the bounce back from from Austin Eckler. I really like him on DraftKings because of his pass catching ability and the, the fact that you know you can full point PPR. Uh, looking at 7,600, I expect him to have a better outing uh, than he had against Vegas when he was kind of banged up a bit. Uh, watch the news on his quad uh, to, to make sure his quad steps healed and he's good to go. Uh, but I do like him next at, at 7,600 in this range. Okay, all right, that looks good. And James Robinson, who I don't know if he's running out of gas. I, I don't I don't know what's going on. He just doesn't seem to wow me each and every week like that, like he like he usually does. And he was another Pro Bowl. Oh, he's a victim, right? He didn't get named to the Pro Bowl this year. Yeah, I don't believe he did. Uh, you got to look. There's a lot of good running backs in the the NFL. Um, I know they're not the old names we're used to, but a lot of good young talent. Obviously, Derrick Henry is in the AFC, so he he wasn't going to top Henry at all. Um, it's just tough. Uh, when it comes to the Pro Bowl, it means some to some and not some to others. But he had a really good year. Um, he just seems like he's kind of wearing down a bit uh, here to close the season, at least in the last couple weeks. Uh, he's banged up now as well. He he left the game with an ankle injury. Uh, so that's something to monitor also. Gets a pretty good Bears defense, I feel. Yeah, and this tier goes all the way down. It starts uh, out there at Robinson at 6,800, and I think it would go all the way down there to CEH at 6,000, but he's even doubtful, and I doubt mm-hmm. he's going to play. Cam Akers is out in that little group as well, and uh, Gibson is going to be questionable. I'm not sure that he's going to play. Elliot's questionable in there. Who do you like out of this group? Just give me one guy, I guess two, because I two jump out at me real quick. Uh, I'd probably look at David Johnson, um, mostly because of the – the action that he got uh, last week, he got 11 targets out of the backfield. Um, still got eight attempts, so you're looking around 20 touches total. Uh, definitely played a lot better, showed some bursts. Uh, against Cincinnati, I, I don't mind David Johnson. The other one I'd probably go with, and I don't like saying this at all, but it, it'd probably be McKissick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to look at both you know, Alex Smith and Haskins have kind of targeted him now. Uh, when it comes to the, the passing game, again, this is DraftKings. You get full point PPR, uh, 10 targets from Haskin even, you know, against Seattle. Um, you're looking at Gibson. That's the news to monitor. Obviously, if Gibson's back, uh, you don't want to pay the 6400 for uh, McKissick. But if Gibson's out again, McKissick's a guy you can roll out there. Against the Carolina defense, that's really struggled against running backs all year. Okay, I thought I thought maybe you'd say Pollard there just because of the impact that he had last week on DraftKings. Uh, I guess that would be big time dependent upon Ezekiel Elliott's news. But mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and ask Pollard because he'll be a hot name this week. Will he or won't he pay off that 6500 uh, price point? I'm going to say no. Uh, I like the, the Eagles rushing defense for one. Uh, I think you need to attack them through the air. Uh, plus, he just came off the big game. You can see a lot of ownership just kind of go towards him strictly because of the game he had last week uh, where I feel like he'll come back to earth a bit after that 1300 uh, price tag uh, jump as well. Okay. So now right after CEH, who is at 6,000, mm-hmm. you got Kareem Hunt. He used to be the Kansas city chief uh, running back. See how I didn't get tangled up there on that. See how, <laughs> see how they tried to see how DraftKings tried to tangle me up. They did. 50, uh, Kareem Hunt is at 5,900 and I'm going to take that all the way down to your guy, Naheem Hines, who really isn't getting any more play. It doesn't seem like much. It's all backup running backs from that point on. It seems like Pierre. So let me ask you, would you rather have, all right, 
Benny right. Snell Jr., who kind of looks like he's the starter there in Pittsburgh nowadays, or Melvin Gordon this week? Melvin Gordon. Just a revenge game right there? <laughs> well, you got revenge game. He's He seems like he's the better running back. I know a lot of folks like Philip Lindsay, but uh, Lindsay just doesn't look great at all. Um, on the games I've watched with Denver, he's getting like two, three yards um, a carry. Doesn't seem to have the burst where Gordon has the burst. Uh, Gordon, I feel, is playing, you know, more snaps as well, and he's going to be the goal line back. So when they're down in that red zone, uh, he's getting all those goal line carries compared to Lindsey as well. Uh, they're, they're right around like 53% of, the, tar- of the, the snaps for Gordon compared to 36. Uh, so he's getting the, the targets also. So that's why I like Gordon at that, that price range for sure. Gordon or Gallman? Mm, I still like Melvin Gordon. Gordon or Le'Veon Bell, who I think before even the injury was starting to get a lot more playing time. I, I don't know what was going on there, but he just seemed to be the, the running back that was coming on or coming on the up. I'm still going to take Gordon. So um, Le'Veon Bell, I just got to see more from him. I know he hasn't, you know, had the backfield to himself, uh, which is something we're going to find out with Atlanta. But Atlanta's run defense is actually really good. Um, again, Leonard Fournette kind of just lucked out. Uh, because of the, the the goal line carries that he got from the one to fall into the end zone. Uh, the reason you see that 23 uh, in green is because the, the Falcons kind of give it up to the running backs that can catch the ball. Um, obviously, Bell can catch the ball, but I haven't really seen him incorporate it um, into the offense when it comes to pass catching. He's only gotten you know, one, three, three, two, one targets. Uh, when Kansas City drops back the pass, they're, they're looking for their big guns and not the running backs. Uh, so I really don't like Le'Veon Bell this week at 5,800, and I feel like he'll probably be pretty high-owned just because he is in the backfield alone. Gordon or Kareem Hunt? Um, Gordon. I still like Melvin Gordon. He's probably the one I like best out of this group. All right, that sounds good. Down there in living living in the basement, the Gio Bernards, who Gio had a, finally had his breakout game, the Todd Gurley's, and I think Todd Gurley actually has been uh, put on the bench, and Edo Smith has been named the starter in Atlanta. Do you mm-hmm. see any of these guys down here in the bottom who just jump out at you as somebody that you've got to play this week? I think Gio Bonnie Bernard's won. Uh, so I was kind of hoping – uh, to see something out of him last night. And I didn't like that. It was so much <laughs> having the 22 points against the Steelers as I feel like a lot of people will gravitate towards him. Cause when you, you look at his game logs, he really hadn't done much at all uh, since Burrow got injured. Uh, but now that he got 25 carries, they're sure that they're willing to give him the ball, uh, maybe stop mixing it up with P Ryan. The, the Texans are really one of the worst, actually they are the worst run defense um, in the NFL. So you could definitely see, uh, then lean on Bernard. He can also catch the ball if they get behind, so he won't get game scripted out. Uh, 4800 really good price for Bernard. I like him in this matchup a lot um, down that group. You mentioned Gurley uh, getting benched for Edo Smith. Just said he was playing better. I don't I don't think I would play Gurley anyways. He just hasn't had that burst that he had back in his Rams days. Looked, looked good earlier on in the year, but he's kind of phased out, so I'm not shocked that they went to Edo Smith. Uh, you want to look after these uh, Rams. Uh, running backs down here. So uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. is the one I expect um, to to kind of get the nod, given that Akers is out. Uh, I know they got Malcolm Brown as well, but I'd probably lean more towards Henderson. Uh, you got to see how they're going to play. I feel like they'll be fired up a little bit more. So I think you can look at one of those guys as well, and either Brown or Henderson from the Rams to kind of save some salary. Um, but I got them both behind Bernard right now. Okay, and I'd keep my eye on that Mike Davis situation, too, in Carolina. And Rodney Smith might be a guy who's down here at the bottom that could pay off for you a little bit, just depending on how Mike Davis's health is. And, of course, CMC's playing time as well. 
Yep, yep, good call. You got to watch the the CMC news, but definitely a situation to to monitor with Davis for sure. Okay. All right, Pierre, build me a lineup here, my friend. All right, I'm going to start uh probably going to go with with Hurts. Going to pay up for for Mr. Hurts at 7k. I still feel like he's too cheap there. Going to pair him uh, with one of the tight ends we talked about. I'm going to go with the cheaper one. Uh, so give me um, Ertz uh, to pair with Hertz. The, the Hertz and Ertz uh, connection <laughs> is where we'll go. Uh, let me go ahead and lock in a defense here. I'll go down to, let's say, the Panthers. Uh, we'll say that Haskins is going to play. I'll get the Panthers at cheap uh, for 2700 Leaves me $6,200. Um, Giovanni Bernard, I spoke to him. I really like him. Uh, against the Texans, who really struggled against the run. I like what I saw from him in regards to touches against the Steelers. So I'll play him at 4,800, and I'll pay up for your guy there in Chicago, uh, David Montgomery. Uh, cross my fingers that he'll he'll keep the the train rolling uh, there against the Jacksonville's team that that should be trying to lose uh, there at 7,700. At least me 6,100. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna look at um, running it back, obviously, with someone on the other side of that that Eagles game. So give me Amari Cooper. Uh, Eagles really struggle against wide receiver one, so he's the one I want to bring back, uh, especially with a bang-up gallop. You can just see him more involved. Uh, leaves me, what, 6,300 left. Let's see. I, I like the the Higgins call you had earlier. Uh, I know you mentioned T, one? Um, who, uh, who you didn't mean to mention. Uh, since I already have Bernard, I'm going to go with your guy, Rashard, who you meant uh, okay. for 4,800. That leaves me 7,100. I'm going to get a chief player in here. I'm kind of torn between whether I want to jam in Tyreek or, or Kelsey. I think I'm just going to play the, the safer bet with Kelsey at 8,500, put him down in the flex. Uh, that leaves me 5,700 still at wide receiver. Ooh, you got my guy, T.Y. I know I'm not going to play him. Let me let me get a little correlation uh, with the Kelsey play. I'll go Russell Gage um, expecting uh, Julio to be out. So give me Gage to kind of run back with the, the Kelsey correlation. Uh, so that gives me Hertz, uh, Bernard, Montgomery, uh, Cooper, Gage, Higgins, Ertz, Kelsey, uh, Panthers there at 2,700. You still got 600 left if you want to go up to one of those higher defenses. Yeah, you know what I think DraftKings should do? What's that? For people like me who like to live in the basement, right, and and, uh-huh. and, and find all those cheap players, mm-hmm. how about giving me 10% back off of every dollar I save? You know, you so like this, you know, the six hundred dollar salary, I get sixty cents back. I'd make it make me feel like a winner. <laughs> hey, it's worth something. Sometimes you, you lose it all. So I, I, I hear you there. Oh, yeah. I, I've lost it all. Plenty of times, Pierre. Plenty of times. Hey, buddy, Ro, uh, we we also have a little contest that you and I were going to think about doing. But I know you've got to get on the road. So I will I will make your uh, choice there. For you go ahead and make a choice of whether or not you want us to be able to do this uh, snake draft that you got us going on. Yeah, let's do it. It shouldn't take too long. Uh, basically, uh, we got a head-to-head set up again. Uh, I know we talked about it on last week's show, so we're, we're just going to do a quick snake draft and build a DraftKings lineup together against each other. This is what we'll play against each other. Uh, so I don't know how. The, I, got, I got it pulled up. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. But what do we do? Uh, you can pick whoever you want. So we'll go whoever wants to have first pick. If you, I'll give you the first pick if you want, or you can go second and get two picks in a row. Um, we're basically just going to go back and forth. We can't take uh, someone that's already been taken. How, so how do you know who I picked? You're going to tell me. Oh, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. How <laughs> <laughs> about this? I picked one of my guys right here. I picked Mitchell Trubisky. 
Okay, so you got Trubisky. Um, so I know you got a quarterback now. I'm going to go with uh, your other guy. I'm going to go Montgomery at running back. So you cannot take Montgomery. I already don't like this game here. I don't. <laughs> uh, I get I get two picks uh, since sure, I'm going whatever. second. Make up the rules. Uh, now I see so, why you let me go first. Uh, okay. We, we you cannot about take it. another bear. You cannot <laughs> take another bear right now. I'm declaring it right now. I'm taking Allen Robinson. <laughs> I'm going to uh, Bernard. I'm going to okay. save more money and go Bernard here. Oh, you're going to crush me and all this. All right, so for my second pick, and I, I'm not going to take Robinson. You can take whoever you want to, man. I don't care because I am taking Kelsey because I know you like him, and he is okay. the reason why I lost last week. He is completely the reason I lost last week. Okay. See, that's a good pick because I, I was definitely going to to take Kelsey. So I'm actually going to go up and get the, the other one then. I'll take Tyreek Hill um, in the <sighs> receiver spot. Okay, well, then I will take Allen Robinson as my third draft pick. Go next. Give me a defense. I'll go down. I'll take the I'll take the Washington D at 3K. Okay. I, so I can't take David Montgomery? You cannot. I already have him. What if I ask you pretty please or something like that? <laughs> yep. right, give, me, give me McKissick then at 6,400. Okay. I got 51 left. Uh, you took my tight end. I'm going to go Ertz. I'll keep Ertz in my lineup. I'll take him at, at tight end, 3,100 since you took Kelsey. Okay. This is this is starting to get really hard for me now because all now this is where I start really choking here. <laughs> this is where I start really choking <laughs> right now. Um, all right. So as I look at these guys, can we change these after this? At all? I mean, if you want to, we can talk about it. I like to just play what we build on, if possible. Really? You're so mean to me, Pierre. <laughs> so much abuse. Yeah. So much abuse uh, so I, on air. I only got 4,300 left. I should take a defense because that would help me, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to because I don't I don't want you to be able to take. I will take. Uh, hmm. Mm, I will t- I will take David Johnson then. I liked your okay. pick earlier. On that. David Johnson. All right, I'll go ahead and get my quarterback here. I'm taking uh, Jalen Hurts, 7K. Why did I take a quarterback so early? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> this is the first time I've done this. All right, so now I'm I'm down here. Uh, I got to pick some wide receivers if I'm going to win this uh, contest at all, which I'm not going to. <laughs> anyway, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I'm even sweating this. Uh, I, I can't do this without – you already got Tyreek, so I can't do that. I do. Uh, here. I, so just so you know, I have, I have Hertz, Giovanni Bernard, David Montgomery, Tyreek Hill, Zach Ertz, and uh, Washington football team defense. Yeah, I'm not listening to you again. <laughs> well, as I look here, uh, how about I do pay – I want – I want to save some money on defense, Pierre, is what I want to do. And as I look around, though, at those defenses, I'm not really impressed by any of them at the bottom of that tier. Mm-hmm. And as I go up, and I can't remember who you took, who'd you take? I took the Washington football team at 3K. Yeah, that's who I was eyeballing. And and so then how about if I take – see, I told you it was going to take a long time. I told you it was going to take a long time. I know, I know. I wonder. I really want to take the Chiefs there at 3,400 against Atlanta. I know they moved the ball a lot last week, but I it's they seem to be an every other week team like you're talking about, and I don't want to pay three 3,400 for that defense. How about if I take? How about if I take the? Uh, no, I can't take the Texans. You don't want to take the Texans, <laughs> do you? <laughs> you can. I mean, Finley. I mean, he looked solid against the Steelers, but I mean, they do have Watt, and you know the Bengals have been terrible up until that game last night. 
I, 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 I keep gravitating towards the Cowboys, and that is just crazy thinking when I think of Jalen Hurts back there because it's not Carson Wentz back there anymore. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that, that would just be crazy. That's a, this is really hard. I feel a lot of pressure. I feel a lot of pressure, and I'm only sweating a defense, man. I'm sweating a defense. Yeah, hey, you got a lot of options. You got a lot of I'll options, take, man. I'll take the Carolina Panthers in, uh, hoping that they – that was his name, the – the guy that doesn't wear a mask out in the out in the public. The guy who doesn't wear a mask out in public. I don't know if you've heard that news or not. Yeah. You haven't? I don't think so. Okay, so Dwayne Haskins, um, he got caught on camera out at a club. Let's just say a club, an adult club, uh, okay. not wearing a mask. Oh, and so geez. there are fines and stiff penalties coming <laughs> his way. And and it made and did I say st- stiff penalties? Yeah, um, with adult okay, club. Um, yep, that happened. Uh, so anyway, that's that's what's going on there. Okay, good to know. Um, had no idea. So that gets it to me. Um, you took Panthers D. Let me save. I got fifty one hundred left. Give me Cooper Cup. That receiver. Take, did you take Amari Cooper yet? I, I did not. I took Cooper Cup. I'm taking Amari Cooper then because I do think that he'll have a bounce back week. It's one of those things I think he'll have a bounce back week. Good, good. You, you stopped me there. Way to go. Thanks, Wes. You're welcome. I was, I was rolling. Uh, so I do want the, the run back, obviously. So since you just took Cooper, I should have took him right there. I knew it. Um, give me uh, give me CD Lamb at 5,300. I'll take the, the other one in, in hopes that he has two games in a row. I don't blame you. And and yes, I whenever you were saying the word Cooper, I was going, Oh no, not Cooper. Not Cooper. <laughs> then you went to other Cooper. Uh all right. So then I, I am down at thirty six hundred. I am really I got nobody left to pick here. And I will just say then I will take my McCole Hardman and his nine targets. Uh okay. just to get a little bit a little piece of that action. As soon as I find him, I will take him. All right, McCole Hardman. So I'm down. I have thirty five hundred left. Uh, for my last spot, let's see. I'm gonna go. You took Hartman. I'm gonna run it back with your tight end. Give me a co-commit 3K. I'll I'll take him. And go double tight end with with him and Ertz. I do not have a running back that I would like at that four thousand price range at all. So I'm going to have to either look at tight end or I'm going to have to look at wide receiver, right? at the 4,000 price range. And I don't mm-hmm. like any of those, that Austin Hooper, man, that Austin Hooper looking pretty nice there at 3,500. He could see, uh, he, he could get there. How about yeah. a Greg Ward though? With, I, I want one of those Philadelphia guys because you've got, didn't you pick Hertz? Who did you pick a quarterback? Yeah, I got Hertz. I paired okay, him up Hertz. Hertz and Hertz. That's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to go with a Philadelphia, uh, wide receiver here, just simply in case your guy, goes off a little bit, then I will get it. I guess it'll be a Greg Ward. How about a Greg Ward? Right. 4,000. Let's do it. There, We're running it, and I will change that 20 times before. <laughs> I know. I got down. I wrote down who you picked. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to change that Panther pick. Uh, if I'm going to change that Panther pick if what's-his-name Haskins isn't there. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll warn you. I'll warn okay. you. All right, Fear, great job. I appreciate it. Safe travels to you and your family. Appreciate everything you've done so far for me uh, this year on the Fantasy Impact Today Network. You've been a wealth of information. It's been a pleasure getting to know you. Hey, thanks for having me. I hope you and yours have a happy holidays as well as the listeners. Uh, Stay safe, stay healthy, um, enjoy your family. You never know when they, they won't be here, so soak it all in.
that 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 is i guess that's you've really put it on a downer let me try to cheer some people up here if you do not follow pierre make sure you follow him over on twitter at peewee 31 follow the show as well at, at fi today with a little underscore and you can follow me on twitter at loafing it we'll post this up somehow some way so that you can see these things and follow along with our little contest and and pretty soon pierre maybe i can get your uh wife in one of these head-to-head contests and she could just duke it out with me and as she beats me she can for sure. We may plan that. We may plan that next week. I'll be on vacation, so maybe we can plan something special like that. No, I can't let your wife. No. <laughs> you said it. It's on air. You said it. She's going to hear it. She listens every week, so she's going to be ready. Knuckle cracking. She's going to be ready for it. <laughs> Head over to Anchor FM. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and all the other ones as well. If it happens to be on the iTunes app or any of those apps where you can leave a, a comment or a review, please do so and make sure that you uh, hit all those stars if it's on that iTunes app for us. And especially, more than anything else, FitFam, we do want to thank you so much for listening, for sharing the program, but we also want to encourage you to find a way to go out into the world and make a positive impact in somebody's life today. 